If you plan on selling a home, listen to this important message from Rex. There's no longer any reason to pay 6% to sell your home. Introducing Rex. Rex sells homes for the lowest fee in the industry, 2% total, saving consumers thousands of dollars per transaction. With Rex, you get a full-service team backed by technology. They don't market homes the way traditional agents do. Rex uses a data-driven process to attract hundreds if you plan on selling a home, listen to this important message from Rex. There's no longer any reason to pay 6% to sell your home. Introducing Rex. Rex sells homes for the lowest fee in the industry, 2% total, saving consumers thousands of dollars per transaction. With Rex, you get a full-service team backed by technology. They don't market homes the way traditional agents do. Rex uses a data-driven process to attract hundreds of qualified buyers directly to your home the moment it goes on the market. And Rex charges only 2% total, not the 6% commission your local broker expects. To get started, call 833-REX-HOME. That's 833-REX-HOME. Rex can also help you buy a home. Your licensed Rex agent will arrange showings, negotiate offers, guide you through escrow, and even get you pre-qualified for a mortgage at the lowest available rate. To get started, call now at 833-REX-HOME. 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 That's 833-REX-HOME. C-A-L-D-R-E license 019760. Looking for some cross talk, baby, believe. 833-REX-HOME. C-A-L-D-R-E license 019760010. Looking for some cross talk, baby, believe me. Talk Radio 790-KABC. Peter Tillman at 10, wrapping up, making room for Dr. Drew and Lawrence Vaughn. And Lauren just showed me <laughs> a video. I said, please bring back a video of your mom because i got to see if you're actually exaggerating her accent and nope. her oh, nope no. not at all, not at all. Oh, no. nope. by the way it took me i'm philly so that's oh. close. i feel like i'm almost home. That, yeah that's a unique one as well philly's unique and my parents Don't never answered like a question nobody in my house ever answered a question i've told you that before they come in the house and they go how you're late and then he'd answer uh saturday do we have somewhere to be and then somebody else would say is that a new shirt and they say shut up and sit down you're nobody ever answered a question in my house that's a for, philly thing for 50 years i think so all right talk radio 790 kbc the phone number 800-222-5222 they got a lot to talk about yeah they're gonna do it we <laughs> will next. see you Let's later get to it k-a-b-c los angeles K-A-B-C, Los Angeles, Orange County, a cumulus station. From the top. And ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves. The 30-minute non-stop Stop. news blitz on 790-K-A-B-C starts now. Yes, prepare yourself for the 30-minute non-stop news blitz, which before we begin, I want to remind you that we'll have Mark Yergos in here. Uh, he's going to talk about Mar um, Avenatti, and uh, Mark Aragos, I guess, is providing some legal advice, and we'll talk about what Avenatti's defense might be. Susan Jarrett, former U.S. Assistant uh, Attorney, Mar um, Avenatti, and uh, Mark Aragos, I guess, is providing some legal advice, and we'll talk about what Avenatti's defense might be. Susan Jarrett, former U.S. Assistant uh, Attorney, is going to come in to talk about the Russia probe a little bit. And we were going to have a report from Jim Roop regarding Paradise Families suing PG&E over campfire, the campfire devastation. And our first holiday party broadcast from the Subaru Live Stage is next Thursday. At, I can't that's wait. That's the 6th at noon. Have some lunch provided by Doghouse and Holiday Spirits. See the show. Just sign up at kbc.com and you may score an invite. It's brought to you by the... Subaru Share the Love event now through January 2nd. 
food provided by Doghouse, and the party by 790 KBC. And uh, let's get right to it. It's a 30-minute non-stop news blitz. We'll begin with that earthquake in Alaska. A 7.0 quake near Anchorage hit. Uh, it was 8 o'clock local time, so some folks were still in bed. Mm. And um, lots and lots of damage has been reported around the region. You know, roads have collapsed. Buildings have collapsed. Um, we, we're seeing footage all over TV of, uh, you know, ceiling tiles falling down in the local news station there. People, some people are trapped just because of the, the road collapses there. Huh. Cars have been trapped in sections there. The epicenter was just north of Joint Base Elmendorf-Richardson, according to the Alaska Earthquake Center. It violently shook the most populous region of the state as people were just setting into work and school. The tsunami warning has been called off, so that is good news. Um, but obviously, a lot of damage, and you know, we're not sure about uh, all the injuries or if there are any um, fatalities just yet. And we are efforting Lucy Jones, the uh, earthquake lady, who uh, whenever there's a major seismic event gets involved, she's the one you used to see out in front of Caltech. Back in the day in Southern California, we'd have big earthquakes, but uh, hopefully she'll be able to join us a little bit later. Hopefully uh, we'll get a, a full report from her. L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti is even closer to his 2020 bid for president. He says the race will be about getting blank done. Uh, <laughs> frankly, that's a slogan I can get behind. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Finally, like that. something that makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, blank, you know. Is the S word, let's just say. Mm -hmm. uh, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti nearing a final decision about his possible 2020 presidential campaign, signaling yesterday he's thought deeply about how the Democratic Party should approach President Trump in the coming years. He says, quote, before you know, I was thinking about it, but not as hard as I am right now, hmm. adding that he expects to make a final decision in the first quarter of the coming year. Garcetti, of course, won re-election to a second term as L.A. mayor last year. He is among a handful of California Democrats, including Senator Kamala Harris. Uh, Representative Eric Swalwell and a billionaire activist Tom Steyer, as well as big city mayors, including New York's Bill de Blasio and former New Orleans mayor Mitch Landro, who are all mulling potential campaigns. Huh. Getting us done. I like that. Um, Let's getting get us, us done. done sounds great, but I, I, wor I worry because uh, these are not the guys that have been getting us done. Was that not your slogan yeah. here when you were LA yeah. mayor? Yeah. You had a lot on your list. Not a lot of it's done, as far no. as I can tell. Um, this is his quote, though. He said, people hunger for national unity. You have to give that offer. Um, he added... Uh, he added that if Trump can win the presidency, a billionaire from Manhattan, from Queens originally, but like, you know, if he can do it, we can certainly show people that we can do it in a better way. Hmm. He said, um, well, it's going to be about winning the future and it's going to be about getting blank done. Well, I like that. Uh, but please show me some examples of getting blank done here in Los Angeles, please. Yeah, let's see. We're Homelessness was you. his first problem. They are moving on that. They are trying to do something. So I don't want to completely negate all of his efforts. Um, the problem is being identified, at least, much better than it was when he took office. Um, but the roads, what have we done about uh, that? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a million other... Literally, million other literally a million other things that were... that. Again, I, I remind you that getting blank done is exactly what the populace would like because and we feel now like you hate us. <laughs> we do. We want we want stuff done. And this idea that the Democrats need to be the anti-Trump, right? Because mm. his his other message is, I'm so sick of a president who doesn't want to be a president for all of America and who doesn't want to unite. And yeah, we all want to be united. But guess what? Uh, we don't care about being united if you actually get something done. And and I, I'm I, I'm zeroing in what you're saying there, and I agree. The whole anti-Trump thing. How does that get anything done for? 
for us. Exactly. So stop. Just so uniting just, us. Yeah. I, I tell you what, we'll all get united behind you if you're getting stuff, you're getting done. stuff done. That's yes. the best way to unite. Agreed. It's not just, you know, speaking in platitudes. It's the 30-minute nonstop news blitz. Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew here on Midday Live on Talk Radio 790 KBC. We're going to break now for some traffic with Ronna Kramer. Thanks, Dr. Drew and Lauren. We're looking now at the North 101 at L.A. Street, downtown L.A. Found a stall here in the right lane. Already backed up to the 10, northbound side of the 110. And at Via Marisol, stall in the right lane here. And also southbound side of the 5 at Dittman. Ongoing road work where the right lane is taken away. And that's got you backed up now into East L.A. Southbound 5 Santa Ana Freeway just past the 605. Another crash right shoulder. Already delays from Washington. Northbound's been busy from Valley View. And southbound 405 at Crenshaw. Another accident in lanes, at least the two rider blocked, and that's backed up to El Segundo Boulevard. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KBC. Thank you, Rhonda. It's the 30-minute non-stop news blitz here with Lawrence Vaughn and Dr. Drew. Migrants that are waiting for the U- uh, for waiting at the U.S. border have begun a hunger strike while waiting for asylum. A group of asylum seekers camping out at the border have started a hunger strike to protest Mexico's efforts to block them from making their way to the U.S., Protest group, part of a pet caravan, of course, from Central America. It seems so bizarre, doesn't it? Uh, forget bizarre. <laughs> Ryan Kudersky tweeted out, we sent this out, and he said, um, file this under not my problem. <laughs> you're, gonna, quite, you're holding did, a did he, hunger strike because you come from a place where you're dying of hunger. Allegedly. And you want to get into the U.S., so right. you're going to starve yourself right, to force your way in. I mean, this is absurd. If you can't see that this whole situation is completely absurd... I, I pray you don't vote in the next election. Right. And uh, did he call you Laura? <laughs> no. We had a nice little back and forth on Twitter. <laughs> you called him Brian. It was hysterical. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you think? Uh, I agree with you guys. It's, it's again, it's, I have, I have, I'm actually a little softer on the whole thing than you are. Cause I, it, fe- I'm, conf- it makes me feel so bad for these people. I'm conflicted. I think it's horrible. I'm sorry, but if you but, have enough food available that you can go on a hunger strike. Exactly. It, that's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Bottom line. Thank you. Yeah. Um, also, migrants have begun to turn back because disease has become endemic in Tijuana. Hellish conditions are driving members of this caravan to finally turn their backs on the U.S. dream by self-deporting. Despite traveling as much as 4,500 miles, much of it on foot, hundreds of migrants have already accepted free flights home oh, wow. rather than stay longer in these filth-strewn sports complex that has become their temporary home in Tijuana. The health department there revealed that there are cases of migrants suffering from tuberculosis, chickenpox, skin infections, and now a risk of hepatitis due to this squalid Oh, conditions. you missed one. You missed one. AIDS. Four, uh, four cases was, of AIDS. Yeah, yeah. And so... Uh, Fun times. Yeah, good times. I mean... So they and who knows what other sorts of viral outbreaks there could be here. And then there was, you know, hospitals sort of. You, you know what? I, I, you can't set up a tent and and try and deal with a tuberculosis outbreak. No, this is what I'm saying. I was just thinking to myself: these this San Borders people, the the uh, yeah. Pueblo San Sin Fronteras. Sin Fronteras they provided hospital and medical care on the way up. But, hey, guess what? When you then th- put all these people in a concentrated area and then you don't provide health care, you should be held accountable for well, that. Well, Tijuana is like, uh, hello, now it's our problem. Now our residents are going to be sick. Yeah, it's true. In other news, Trump uh, has said previously that he had absolutely no dealings with Russia. Mm-hmm. I have no dealings with Russia. But now he claims, yeah, I had dealings with Russia. Everybody knew about them. <laughs> We kept saying no collusion, right? No, he said no dealings. What? Yes. Like everyone knows he's had dealings. Of course. And he, now he yeah. says everybody knew about them. Um, since early seven, 2017, President Trump has dramatically moved the goalposts about his dealings with Russia, shifting from, I have nothing to do with Russia, no deals, 
All the way to acknowledging Thursday that his company was in fact trying to build a project in Roscoe during the campaign, but claiming everybody knew about it. Trump's position has changed as more information has emerged about the contacts both his campaign and companies with Rush had with Russians during 2015 and 2016. Trump's longtime lawyer, of course, Michael Cohen, agreed to a plea deal with special counsel Robert Mueller that acknowledges he made false statements to Congress about the Trump organization's dealings with Russia. Well, more to be revealed. I, I'm, I'm so, you know, I, I watched the rest of the Monica Lewinsky thing last time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you really... I can't see it. I have to buy it. I, I bought it for two bucks a, oh, okay. an episode. Yeah, I had to do that too. But it was worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. And uh, you, one of the things that, that later in the later episodes you get, uh, aside from the, the incredible creepiness of Bill Clinton, is um, the rapaciousness of uh, these independent counselors. And it really calls the whole thing process into question a little bit not in any kind of partisan way just to sort of How show is it not a partisan way when you get down to it well because if you if you are a democrat you would look at what was being reported in this series and go oh my god that's right ken star was out of control he was just on a you know witch hunt and stuff like that and then the word witch hunt was used multiple times sure. and it makes you think about what's going on today so i would argue that it cuts both ways you're right. You, I you, see. You, you could interpret Depending it. Depending on what side you could interpret on. it in a partisan way, but it was not set up that way. So I, I hope people will just look at it objectively and go, "Geez, it's interesting." When you give a, a bunch of federal prosecutors unlimited power, they can they can run amok a bit. Yeah. They they keep going until they find something, and that doesn't mean it's good or bad at Mueller. It's just saying interesting that this happened once before. A Democrat and Me Too activist um, was apparently drunk and overly familiar with male staffers, but apparently there's no evidence that she groped anyone. This, according to a new report, we're talking about California State Assemblywoman Christina Garcia, who was apparently overly familiar, whatever that means, with a former legislative male staffer. Remember this whole story? We were reporting on it back a year ago. Yeah. Um, This is according to an investigator in a letter this week from Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon. Uh, An investigator found that this California Democrat Garcia, who was at the forefront of the Me Too movement, was overly familiar with a male former legislative staffer who accused her of misconduct. But there's not enough evidence to substantiate allegations that she groped Daniel Fierro at a 2014 legislative softball game in Sacramento. The findings were outlined in a letter which says the assembly speaker will take appropriate remedial action. Rendon's letter outlined the findings, saying investigators concluded she was inebriated, grabbed Fierro's arm for support, and put her hand on his back. It said she was overly familiar hmm. in a way she would have not have been if she was sober. Hmm. Um, well, stop throwing drunk softball games. It, it really it brings into the issue what is overly familiar versus overly familiar because she grabbed onto him because she was no, drunk. But if was she overly flirtatious or and and by that, the way, yeah, see, it doesn't say. Yeah, it, and, it, and, and what it's is hard that? when you just get a transcript like these. She put his arm on his back. Unless you're really seeing what's going on, like I'm sure if you're in the room, you're like, oh, what's going on? So there? would you and I agree that? People being friendly and flirtatious and whatever could yeah. could look a little bad, could be a little uncomfortable, could, could be a little inappropriate, but it doesn't reach quite no, the level of yeah, right. No, okay. and as long as she wasn't like holding meetings with him and right. saying, "Yeah, guess what? You'll go far in this town if yeah. you do it." I, no, I mean, and, and I, may have may have made him. Maybe she had a lapse of judgment, but sure. it was not. Didn't she drank cross, too much. Yeah, it didn't cross a line. But the other problem I have, and I feel guilty for, is no companies are now canceling their Christmas parties because of the Me Too movement. That makes sense. They're just like, hey, we don't want the legality I of get someone that. getting drunk at a party and doing something it. inappropriate. Yeah, that's the way it goes. But I that's, mean, that's sad. It's sad, but I get it. I, don't you? 
I get it, but I mean, I just, I think getting drunk at a party and maybe making a few comments, yeah, it's not great, but it, it's not the same level as a predator in our midst that is correct. You know, I agree. Constantly using, but, but it's interesting using power. It, it's just interesting how we are trying to get an well, equilibrium. We're just, I think we we're can trying to get it so much now into this Me Too movement, right? Yes, yes. And uh, some of it makes me sad. That's all. Yes, but it, but it's it's. It's much. We, we used to have much more heated conversations about this four or five months ago, and and both of us, if you remember, kind of came to the same place, which was, this is the process. We're coming to an equilibrium. It's right. We're the working it through. Has to yeah. Swing. We're just working yeah. it through. And I think we are. I think we are. Uh, good news if you're in the market to buy a home. Southern California home sales are on the decline, hitting their lowest level in seven years. Hard to believe when I still look at the prices out there, but California, Southern California home sales tumbled 7.5% in October just from a year earlier, extending a broad slowdown in the housing market, according to a new report released Thursday. Last month, last month was the third straight month of declines. And the 19,193 homes that sold were the lowest number for an October since 2011, before the housing market took off on its multi-year upswing. But there's been no change in price, really. Is that true? Do we know? Yes. Prices have also come down? Prices are coming down. Oh, I thought, uh, I thought it was just sales that were coming down. Sales are coming down. Because price can stay steady. Uh, you know, the, 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 17% of LA County listings on Zillow had at least one price cut. Ooh, that's a big deal. Yeah. I think that's a bigger deal than the, the sales slowdown. Well, it, it takes the slowing to turn down the prices. I mean, that makes well, that's, you know, yeah, less. Right. That's, well, that, what, I, what, what I was thinking was, well, maybe the price slowdown's coming next, but we're in it. Uh, it's coming, yeah, for sure. We're in it. We're um, in. Which is good news for me, because yeah, I time. sold my house Very at the peak, smart. and now I'm going to buy when it's low. Hopefully. Well done. If, I, if everything goes okay. This is the, one of the most terrifying stories of the day, in case you aren't still dealing with daily nightmares from our news cycle. The military is now warning about an EMP attack, which could wipe out America, democracy, and the entire world order. Jeez. What's an EMP attack? It's an electromagnetic defense... Pulse, right? Yeah, electromagnetic pulse weapon attack. Yeah. Such as those developed by North Korea, Russia, and Iran. And they could essentially wipe out the United States, kill or displace millions, even force jets to drop from the sky. What the hell? This is what? based on a report from the Air Force's Air University and provided to secrets. And uh, here's just a few things that will prevent you from sleeping tonight. According to the Air Force, 99 nuclear reactors would likely melt down without electricity to cool them. Mm -hmm. 4.1 million would be displaced from areas around those nuclear plants as the radioactive cloud spread. And military and commercial jests... Uh, would fall from the sky. Alarmingly, Jesus. aircraft designed to carry large numbers of people and sizable cargo are allowed to operate without certainty about their level of resilience. Mm. Bases would be cut off, making defense and counterattacks impossible, and civil unrest would start in mere hours. So I'm a little confused. Is is uh, the the pulses I thought would just break down the electrical system, right? Correct. So right. these are all things that run on electrical systems. Right, and, and so all our computer stuff would yep. stop. Technology and, yeah. would be dismantled. Okay. Uh, Long-term loss of electrical power due to loss of emergency generators, yeah. sewage, fresh water, banking, no, landlines, cellular service, vehicles, all gone. Yeah, well, listen, there's at least three different ways they could attack us on our grid. But be that as it may, the way they report this, it sounded like people are going to be like blown out of their houses or something. Like, they, well, they will if no, you live near a nuclear reactor. Well, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> it just sound. I, just the really. fantasy was that somehow that these pulses were going to push. You know, they will. Knock, I mean, you think you about everything streets. that runs on. No, no, no. I, I get the. I get the second uh, order. It will thing. be Armageddon. 
I get it. Jets are falling out of the sky, Dr. Drew. Well, you have to figure that our defense system has must be counting on some sort of um, attack. On well, our according system, to this right? report from the Air Force, they're like, we ain't ready. We're not ready, but we're, I mean, they we have ain't to got a defense system yet. But what they're saying is it will uh, prevent our defense system from functioning. Yeah. From functioning. Yeah, you can't. How can you even launch missiles? Yeah. New nightmare time, everyone. EMP attack. <sighs> Former CBS CEO Les Moonves may lose his 120 million payout after a new bombshell report came out when he stepped down as CEO of CBS in September amid allegations of sexual harassment and assault. Uh, Moonves was still eyeing his 120 million dollar payout, and now he may stand to lose it. That's the amount the company put aside in a trust for his severance. And if it was found, he was fired without cause. But according to a new report in the New York Times, he tried to silence a potential accuser by offering her small parts on CBS TV shows and deleted a year-long series of damaging texts, which experts say could be seen as impeding internal investigations into his behavior. Uh, the fact that he was going to get this hundred and twenty million dollar payout made me furious in the first place. If you, if, you know, yes. If they've already proven that these were these were serious true. allegations, then why would you get a payout like that in the first place? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, an interesting uh, fight is brewing in an Iowa jail. Fifty-eight inmates there are suing the state in federal court, seeking twenty-five thousand dollars each in damages because. They claim they've been denied their constitutional right to pornography in the prison system. The lawsuit was filed in district court in Des Moines, and it seeks to overturn this new state law that has shut down designated pornography reading rooms. They had designated pornography reading rooms, everyone. Just let that sink in for a moment in Iowa prisons. I mean, I, I knew they had it and they were using it, of course. Why not? But to have a designated room for them to use it? Well, I guess it's... That, that must be fun for the guard in that room. Oh, but Oof. it's better than having them do it, I guess, in their, in their spread out all over the place. You know what I mean? I don't know. Just saying. I don't know. I don't know which is worse. You think worse. they don't? I, I mean, don't like to think about it. The ban includes Playboy magazine, such a classic, which has long oh. been allowed in the state's nine prisons. Uh, the plaintiffs, who are inmates at Fort Dodge Correctional Facility, and uh, one of which is 70 years old, serving a life sentence for the stabbing death of a woman. The suit claims the law it was enacted under the guise of morality and blames religious tyrants who have no regard for the u.s constitution or declaration of independence <laughs> they want their porn listen i say give them their porn i, yeah. I think this is going to be a hell of a lot worse if you well, cut you, them you, off i would think you don't want a bunch of frustrated inmates well right i mean the aggression that can get built up i'm just yeah saying. Uh, I, I don't know that this is a safe route is this go. a particular prison or state or is it, yeah uh, iowa it's in des moines okay all right. Well, good luck, guys. The chief of NASA says within 10 years, we will have continuous manned presence on the moon. The NASA administrator Jim Bridenstine says the U.S. is within 10 years of having a continuous manned moon presence, which will lay the groundwork for expanding space exploration to Mars. They are building a space station there. They call it Gateway. It's going to be in orbit around the moon. Think of it as a reusable command module where we can have human presence in orbit around the moon. And from there, we want reusable landers that go back and forth to the surface of the moon. Sounds like Elon Musk type idea. Yeah, we think we can achieve. But what? Um, what? Why? What do we need? On the <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Are we- Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew, Midday Live, Talk Radio 790 KBC. Time for a little traffic with Rhonda Kramer. Thanks, Dr. Drew and Lauren. Westbound side of the 101 freeway, right at Van Nuys Boulevard, finding a crash in your left lane. Busy already back toward Laurel Canyon and also on the northbound 101 in downtown L.A. 
and around L.A. Street. Just cleared a stall from Lane, still very busy leaving the 10. Northbound side of the 110 via Marisol, another stall in the left lane here. Southbound side of the 5 at Dittman, leaving East L.A., Ongoing road work here during the midday. The right lane's blocked back up is to East L.A. And South 405 before Crenshaw. Also working with an accident. Two rider block, and that's backing up to about El Segundo Boulevard. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KABC. Thank you, Rhonda. It's Midday Live. Lawrence Vaughn and Dr. Drew on Talk Radio 790 KBC. Uh, listen, everybody, for your chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to Nuts Mary Farm. Holiday spirits shines even brighter at Nuts Mary Farm this year. Get it? Nuts Mary Farm. <laughs> Taking place now through January 6th. Nuts' largest Christmas display. It features a full park transformation, transformation, including all new seasonal decor, Christmas Crafts Village, nightly snowfall in Ghost Town, plus much, much more. Your chance to win is all week on 790 KBC. And now it's the 30-minute nonstop news blitz. By the way, I'm I'm going to stop breathing. I, I'm I literally feel like that we're in an experiment where they cut off the oxygen. Yeah, it feels very. It is stuffy 112 in here. degrees why, in here, why is it so hot and there's no oxygen. So we're going to have to literally open the door to the outside world. What are they trying to do experiments on? There us? we go. Thank you. Right, it's stuffy in here. You feel this? Y- yeah, yeah. I feel but no, it's gotten like crazy in here. No, I feel like we're in a sauna. All right, so 30 minute nonstop news blitz. E-scooters are sending dozens of people to emergency rooms, and now they're saying the companies are hypocritical when it comes to safety. Mm. Apparently, safety is the top priority of every scooter company because their websites and promotional materials are quick to point that out. User agreements of Lime and Bird, for example, even specifically mention the helmet requirement and have decals on the scooters to remind riders. But Helmet requirement? Yeah. Huh. People aren't First wearing them. First, I've heard that. I've heard well, them a number of times. Yeah, they say we rec- you know, recommend, you should, sure. We, you should ride this using a helmet, but no one's carrying around helmets. Did you wear one when you went? No, uh, I don't have a helmet. You were in heels. I was in heels with a handbag on my phone. No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but people are showing up in emergency rooms. In fact, in Austin alone, one emergency room is seeing 10 injuries per day because of these scooters. The hospital ER told. Uh, this website, the site estimates injury rates could be in the thousands with examples of broken arms, major head injuries, and extensive bruising. Examples from doctors in San Francisco and Denver are giving the same type of information. Um, it's dangerous also because as a driver, I know you don't see them coming, you know, like they, they just like pop out from yes, around a corner yes, and you're I like, whoa, jeez. And I noticed it seemed like... And those little bells they have don't do anything. Oh, if you have a radio going, you're not hearing They're it. just going a little too fast to be safe as they come around busy right. corners yeah. and things. And, and what I've noticed, I believe in Culver City, they're getting, it seems like they're giving tickets for riding them on the sidewalks. Because I see them now on the but streets. you can't ride them. It's, they're not really safe to be riding along with cars. They're not it's fast in, enough to keep up with traffic. It's disturbingly unsafe to watch them on the streets. I, very uncomfortable. You don't get a ticket for bike riding on the sidewalk. People some do that cities, all the time. Some cities you do. City, mm, thank you, City of South down. Pasadena, who, yeah. when I was a kid, used to cite me for writing oh, the sidewalk. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. You were such a rebel. Mm. Rule breaker. Yeah. Parents are getting much more adventurous with their baby food, apparently. Babies as young as six months old are tucking into food like pate, kale, and olives, which many adults find difficult to manage. <laughs> um, <laughs> results show mothers and fathers are eschewing traditional recipes and bland solids like mashed banana in favor of more adventurous offerings like curry, quinoa, and lobster. I don't know. Do, aren't babies' tummies like not <laughs> as know. developed? I don't know they that they can not. handle all that. They do, cannot. That's the point. Why are they? Why are they giving them that stuff? I don't know. Pate. It's not good. Who's doing this? Kale. I don't think they can digest. Who that is kind doing of stuff. this? Well, the study was done in the UK. Apparently, oh. UK. Oh, thank you. Ooh, look at that a fan. Oh, oh my God. wow. I feel like way Beyonce better. Now. Oh my goodness, that is, it's our only fan. Thank oh, you for great. that. We have a fan now. Awesome.
I mean, a fan of the show. No. Okay. <laughs> we have a fan. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Dang it. Uh, apparently, in Florida, a couple was running an illegal dentist office out of a, a bus. Hmm. They they used a bright red bus with a cartoon child on the side as their home for their illegal dentist practice. Hmm. Let me tell you something, folks. If your dentist is inside a school bus and you're unsatisfied with the service they provide, that's on you. Yeah. That's on you. And, and is it possible that they were trying to do something good? They you know? allegedly uh, d- drew illicit business when they posed as new patients that need... Oh, I'm sorry. That's how they caught. They posed uh. as new patients that needed a dental checkup. The alleged dental duo was charged with practicing health care without a license. Oh, and that's not good. Uh, they got an additional charge of prescription possession with uh. intent to sell or deliver. They were not licensed dentists. Oops. It could have been something good. They could have been doing an outreach. but If sounds, they were dentists. If they were dentists. Yes, if they were dentists. Yeah, I, they didn't have any awards up on the wall of the bus. Awards. So one of the, awards. I'm sorry, what do you call them? Diplomas. Diplomas. <laughs> they awarded you a they diploma. They gave me an award when I finished college. They awarded you a diploma. <laughs> um, a cure for HIV is apparently in sight as science chases this holy grail. That's amazing news more than 50 years after it jumped the species barrier and became one of the most devastating viruses to affect mankind hiv remains a stubborn adversary treatment has improved dramatically over the past 20 years but people who are infected will remain so for the rest of their lives and they have to take one pill daily at one time it was a cocktail of 30 so we're all moving in the right direction Oh, listen. But a cure uh, would be incredible. Uh, but I'm telling you, we, you know, so the medicines we have now are far less side effects, much more easy to tolerate. They often come in a single pill once a day, and uh, it's a miracle. It's a miracle that a disease was discovered, identified, the epidemiology worked out, a causative agent discovered, and effective treatments developed in, in the course of a decade. It was unprecedented in the history of medicine. And the idea that now we may have, we may have vaccines, we may have full cures, and it has fueled uh, really a... Uh, renaissance, not even renaissance, a full-on uh, bonanza in the area of treating viral illnesses. And we now have a m- mar- much better understanding of these things. Can we put our, can, take our hats off to our crack production staff, oh Yanira and Automatically, and Bernard, who sent in Arctic air. Yeah, they sent in fans and things, and it is a thousand percent better. We thank you for that. The talent needs to have the right climate. We can't do our jobs if we're uncomfortable. And they know. <laughs> They're not dumb. In uh, file this under ridiculous lawsuits, Hawaiian snacks potato chips are being sued for not being Hawaiian. Oh, come on. (laughs) Hawaiian snacks, like all other products produced by the Pinnacle Foods subsidiary, are made in a factory located uh, in Algona, Washington, 2,670 miles away from Honolulu. But if you look at the packaging, it says special batch Hawaiian potato chips. So someone decided they were being duped, Mm. and they decided to file a lawsuit. Through false and deceptive labeling, packaging, and advertising, Pinnacle intentionally misled consumers into believing that Hawaiian snacks are made in Hawaii and from local ingredients. At that. Um, Because consumers are more likely to pay more for their locally sourced snacks. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. All right. All right. The other... uh, curious story i found that i just lost is well, tell me what's it about okay so do you know what the app grinder is yeah it's a dating app for, well i don't even know if you call it a dating app it's a hookup app for uh the gay community yeah mostly. it's sort of where it, they they got to the, some of this stuff before the the heterosexual oh, yeah. Did. yeah oh yeah um 
Yeah, it's it's a very quick situation. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, there's someone on the other side of the restaurant that wants to have sex with you right now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, the app's president says marriage is between a man and a woman, and as you can imagine, causing quite a controversy among the clients of Grindr. Um, he, the president wrote this on his Facebook page that he believes marriage is a holy matrimony between a man and a woman, and of course, backlash ensued um, because all of the clients of Grindr are basically homosexuals, and I would assume they believe that homosexuals have a right to marry. Hmm. His remarks, which he originally wrote in Chinese but later translated to English, were published Thursday. He acknowledged his post in a comment responding into the article but said it was he was a supporter of gay marriage. The reason I said marriage is a holy matrimony between a man and a woman is based on my own personal experience. I am a straight man married to a woman I love, and I have two beautiful daughters I love from the marriage. We're and this is how I feel. Leave his statement right oh. there. Yeah, we ran out of time for that guy. Thank you, Lauren, for the thirty minute nonstop news blitz. This is a midday live talk radio seven ninety KABC. Report from Jim Roop after we're hearing a little bit of uh, news from Liz Warren. The next 30-minute non-stop news blitz is at 4 with Jillian Barbary and John Phillips on 790-K-ABC, where the news watch never stops. K-ABC News live and local at where the news watch never stops. ABC News live and local at 1230. I'm Liz Warner. Tsunami warnings are now canceled after a major earthquake rocked Anchorage, Alaska this morning. The the U.S. Geological Survey Warner. Tsunami warnings are now canceled after a major earthquake rocked Anchorage, Alaska this morning. The the U.S. Geological Survey says a 7.0 magnitude quake struck just north of the city. That was followed by a 5.8 magnitude quake under the city and some smaller shakers. No injuries are reported, but photos and videos posted on social media show buckled roads, smashed jars on the floors of supermarkets, and students taking cover in school. Anchorage Mayor Ethan Berkowitz says the mood on the ground is fairly calm. This was a big one. There's no question about it. It certainly got everyone's attention.